0: Welcome to Plato's Cave. I'm Jordan Myers, and today we are going to take another step towards escaping the cave by actually re-watching or re-listening to an old episode that I am transferring over from my other show, That's BS. So as I said before, um, this show is basically the new start to anything that I'm doing related to philosophy, and that show is continuing to be um, a political show, a show about society, culture... Um, a more laid-back discussion show. So this is a, an episode that I had previously done um, on That's BS, but I think it's relevant to this show and its topics, and so I'm going to carry it over. So here it is, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to That's BS. I'm Jordan. I'm Adam. I'm Brian. And Giffen is joining us again uh, for another episode. Giffen, welcome back. Thanks for having me uh so today we're going to discuss uh something called moral hypocrisy. Uh, and I think actually to to begin, we might want to take some time to define what moral hypocrisy is because uh, I don't I don't actually know how straightforward it is. Um, so we're gonna cite from a few sources uh today, but uh, after reading them, it seems like... Uh, for the most part, moral hypocrisy <clears throat> is different from just like logical inconsistency or incompatibility. Uh, so, uh, reading from one of the sources, which is um, psychology.iree, or uh, sorry, iresearchnet, which it's some, I don't know, I got this from some other source. I think it's pretty reputable. Um, but it says that. Um, on defining moral hypocrisy, it says Webster's Desk Dictionary of the English Language, 1990, uh, defines moral as, quote, of or concerned with principles of right or wrong conduct, to being in accordance with such principles, unquote. It defines hypocrisy as, quote, a pretense of having desirable or publicly approved attitudes, beliefs, principles, etc., that one does not actually possess, unquote. Moral hypocrisy is the motivation to appear moral while, if possible, avoiding the cost of being moral. This is in opposition to moral integrity, which is the motivation to act in accordance with moral principles to actually be moral. Um, So I thought, I don't know, I want to hear your guys' thoughts, but I thought that definition was interesting because they sort of, I guess they seem to segment moral from hypocrisy. Uh, but another paper that I read uh, called Moral Hypocrisy, Moral Inconsistency and the Struggle for Moral Identity from Stanford University said that, that the, the, the actual term of moral hypocrisy is kind of redundant um, because to be a hypocrite entails being moral. I don't know. Did you guys catch that distinction? What did you think of it?
1: I guess it just kind of just depends how you define it cuz like the the first definition you gave like the second definition was being in accordance with such principles, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, you kind of are you're not really moral if you are not being in accordance with, you know, what you view to be moral. Um even if you put on some sort of pretense that you are behaving such, you know, in such a way. So it makes it makes sense based on the first definition but i could see how you could define it differently
0: yeah do you know what actually, i mean i i do and the, the funny thing is is that like i guess in some of these papers there's sections that suggest that that is actually kind of an open question um like the idea that what is it how immoral is it actually to not adhere by something you espouse to be moral um but I know so giffen you you read um like this this article about uh physician fatigue that kinda had a little bit to do with this, right?
2: yeah, and that's kind of where I got the idea for this um topic. Mm-hmm. It was an article that was describing some of the uh physician burnout that's a pretty popular topic in the last like decade uh might be contributed to through uh moral injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of working and acting in a way that contradicts your stated values in a way that like um has a negative consequence, either like emotionally or physically manifesting um, mm-hmm. you know physicians want in general might want you know what 's best for the patient, but you know financial considerations or like practical considerations might get in the way of like, you know, their hopes for the patient. And that the argument in the uh, article that I read was that that is contributing almost as much as, like, the
0: physical, like, long hours and such mm-hmm. to like, burnout.
1: Mm.
0: How, do they... I don't know if you recall, but, like, did they differentiate that from being, like, empathically drained by their patients? Because I know there's work... There's psychology work that shows that, um, like people who are especially in like care fields, too empathetic towards their patients, experience the same sort of drain. Do they like have any way of like dissociating those two?
2: I don't think they uh, use that terminology, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I would imagine that that angle would be kind of incorporated into their argument in that. Yeah in order to like feel moral injury you have to like have some empathy which which like could be contradicted in like the realities of practicing medicine
3: that's that's a very interesting paradox that you wouldn't expect (laughs) the less the, the the less empathetic you are the potentially more successful you could be as a doctor just well, going, I mean, like you know, that's yeah. that's a sweeping statement, obviously, but it's just interesting, like the <laughs> correlation.
0: Yeah, that hot, is, you know, a hot take. Brian destroys empathy. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I mean, that, that that statement's probably pretty true. Just, you know, regardless of this topic, you know what I mean? Just because the best doctors will likely become surgeons. You don't have to have too much empathy to be a surgeon, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably just. I mean. Probably the most successful, like surgeons, like you just said, are the ones that it's actually cool. don't have much of an issue with greeting the parents of, you know, the, the grieving parents who just lost a child in, in the, you know, in the operating room, you know, because there wouldn't be as much, you know, like you said, you know, empathetical drain, because you would just be like, yeah, I mean, I things didn't go as right as you know we had hoped, and uh, yeah, he's dead, and they're like, you know, weeping, and <laughs> you're like, yep, yeah, yeah, it's just it happens sometimes statistically. Mm-hmm. So that's
3: interesting, yeah, though. I don't think. I don't think the other side of the um the distribution is 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 good at being a doctor either though right because you still need to express some sort of empathy when greeting the parents of the deceased child otherwise will be like you this asshole. Psychopath. <laughs> yeah, this asshole just said your son died cuz you know fucking physics.
0: Yeah, You can't just, like, well, dribble a basketball into, yeah. like, the waiting room. Just be like, yo, what's up? You're <laughs> what's up,
1: homies? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't be – I wouldn't say you have to be blunt about it. You could probably put on some sort of facade. But I'm yeah. saying that people who truly empathize with the parents every time, you know, a child died, well, then that would be just draining after just a year, yeah. right? But if, but if you're someone that it doesn't affect as much, well, it might last a lot longer in that field. Jordan, so, you'd be and,
3: great.
0: What? what, what <laughs> I was, I was just—I
3: was just making a joke. You'd be great at being a surgeon. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I probably—I don't know. I'd probably be pretty good at that part of it. I don't know about like the getting through med school part. <laughs> yeah, not so drinking like, coffee. Make
3: well, sure it, you... it
0: is important to like the, that. The work that I was referencing there was done by Yale psychologist Paul Bloom, and it, he he takes like great care to like clarify that. Uh, empathy is different from compassion because you can you, compassion is like caring about the fact that it's another human being whose life is in your hands but empathy is relating to that person as if it was yourself so have you ever seen like uh the commercials for uh you know you, those like sally struthers commercials or what really like, you can help this Child in Africa like South Park did it <laughs> South Park did like a funny uh, did you ever see that Adam I know no, you're I, I, haven't, I haven't
1: I haven't seen that parody oh so.
0: shit all right well then never mind but when they show when they show those commercials for um you know to like give to uh, some charity in Africa there there were studies that showed that as you increase the number of need shown the the level of care is inversely related to that so it drops which is which is super counterintuitive because it's considering that the same like if you show <clears throat> you know some starving little girl in Africa, people's care is pretty high. They're like, oh my god, you know that, that's just awful, and they're more likely to give. But if you zoom the camera out a little bit and you show that same starving girl and her starving brother, their care decreases. Which is mm. which is super counterintuitive, but mm. that is empathy at work because you, you can't relate to two individuals as well as you can relate to one. And then when they zoom the camera even farther out and they show all the children in the village and they're all starving, people's care just drops through the floor.
3: Interesting. Is that, I wonder if that's because the thought of it becomes more abstract because mm-hmm. instead of just, oh, a person mm-hmm. starving, it's more generally becoming starvation, which is more, less relatable. Did they Did they attribute a a reason why that
0: happened, or was it just like, I I think they postulated that it was it was that, but it was also the fact that we tend to actually sort of project ourselves onto um, the other person in that scenario. So they they not only showed that the number of people in need made a difference, but they also showed that the details of any one individual made a difference too. So if the person was your same skin color or if they looked like you, your care was also higher than it was otherwise. So a- empathy is kind of racist actually <laughs> in that in that way. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. And
1: it's actually I had never thought about that before that you really can't truly empathize with two people simultaneously. Mm-hmm. I mean because because even if you think you are, you're rather just kind of switching, you know, kind of a uh, you know, a reference frame at that point, right? Because you're like, okay, I empathize with this person, then I switch to a different person. But putting yourself in the shoes of two different people simultaneously seems like maybe an impossible feat.
0: Yeah, and this is it's it's. I think this this tangent was related, actually, though, to what Giffen was talking about because um, I I think it's related in the sense that the like the like you said actually adam the toggling back and forth between people is sort of the same problem i think a lot of physicians are facing with toggling back and forth between uh two conditions of moral hypocrisy uh like giffen was talking about where they have to they have to obviously work within the bounds of whatever medical organization they're working in uh they can't administer drugs that they aren't allowed to administer or they can't do a procedure that they don't have clearance for uh but then they're also and and like giffen said they have to you know work within the financial incentives of things like insurance companies and hospitals and you get caught up in like a, a a ton of red tape but at the same time they're also compelled by the you know, like the the empathy they feel, not incorrectly, towards that patient that they have, and the compassion to want to help them, and so that sort of disjunction, I think, is is what Giffen was saying. The study claimed caused the burnout. Is that right? I'd
2: say contributed to the burnout, not okay. fully caused. I mean, doctors are known to, you know, work very long hours, and I don't think they were arguing that that was
0: insignificant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, you you really could attribute the hours to it as well. But uh that so okay, that's actually interesting because it seems like so do you guys see that as cuz this is this is a question too cuz I I want to like I want to kind of define moral hypocrisy a bit more like I said. So I I almost don't even know if that really counts as moral hypocrisy. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Um, because it seems like... Do you, Do you guys think that moral hypocrisy has to be a competition between a vice and a virtue? Or could it be a competition between two virtues? And like, which of those uh, two options fits in this case better? Can we define
3: vice and virtue first?
0: Oh, sure. So, I mean in a kind of an Aristotelian sense, virtue is a character trait that is morally good. Um, So honesty, integrity, uh, charity, bravery, you know, something like that. Uh, In this example, something like compassion and vice is either an excess or deficiency of a virtue. So, you know, uh, a... Deficiency of bravery would be cowardice and excess would be brashness or carelessness Uh, for compassion. Too much might be something like empathy and too little might be something like callousness. Um, So I was just curious, like, I, I don't know, like, do you guys think that it has to be vice versus virtue or could it be virtue against another virtue to count as moral hypocrisy?
1: It's probably vice-virtue
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I think because often it's it's it kind of goes back to that moral cost like there is a moral cost asso- like associated with doing the right thing right so it's like it's possibly easier to um, you know kind of act out on a vice rather than a virtue
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's generally the case, right? I mean, maybe it could, you could probably give me a good, you know, area where it could be two virtues, but when it comes down to acting a different way than you know what is morally right, it's because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, I have
2: some thoughts on that too. Um I didn't read um the exact same things you guys did, but I can tell you what I kind of perceived as moral hypocrisy um kind of moral systems in general kind of have an incentive system where you receive benefit when others act in a morally upright way but you are incentivized to capture like the most benefit by going against the system if you can keep the facade up if that makes sense kind yeah. of recognize yeah, like the, the, the free rider system. problem yeah, yeah it's exactly yeah. what it is um so moral hypocrisy I I kind of imagined, and I got this from, I think, one of the readings, um, that that's a um, situation where you have a stated belief and you kind of go against that to kind of capture a little bit of, um, you know, positive um, consequence for yourself while still trying to keep the uh, facade up, which is kind of like accepting the system, but without the Mm -hmm. burden associated with you know keeping the system without, without paying rent yeah yeah exactly without paying the rent um and jordan were you asking about how this relates to or if this is different
0: than like the uh physician question yeah well i was just like i was kind of thinking about whether that situation actually was a case of moral hypocrisy then or if it was just a case of i don't know just kind of a shitty yeah. situation to be
2: in yeah so the way um, the article didn't describe it as uh, moral hypocrisy. It mm. used the term moral injury, and I think the key there is that um, in the moral hypocrisy sense, I got the uh, kind of impression that this is something that like you kind of do knowing that it's wrong and you like feel some benefit from, but moral mm. uh, injury is something where you feel a negative consequence from um, maybe it's like a lose-lose situation where you know, mm-hmm. falling through on your morals might mean like losing your job because you did something that the hospital said, like, you can't do, <laughs> Like you didn't, you know, you didn't charge someone for like an emergency <laughs> surgery, the hospital is out $10,000, you know, mm-hmm. but like the alternative is, you know, you don't give them the surgery and you still feel bad. So maybe that's kind of like the, um, the difference hmm. is like, whether it's like a, whether you're getting benefit versus a loss, or like, you're just minimizing a loss.
1: I, I agree with that because there seems to be a heavy moral cost either way, right? I, you know, even if you're not, you know, serving your patients properly, you're going to morally feel like, like absolute <laughs> shit. But, you know, but if you do properly care for your patients within, you know, this, this this system that very, you know, isn't just isn't conducive to proper care, Um, I don't know, you're going to probably just mentally... It's the right word, I guess. Kind of fall apart. I don't know.
2: You're
0: gonna feel burden.
1: You're gonna. It's yeah. gonna be a immense burden. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: implode. I actually like the idea of making moral hypocrisy require the alternative to to give you some benefit for going against the system. I, I think that's accurate.
2: I don't know if that's the actual definition, but that's kind of what I imagined it is. It helps me yeah. kind of grasp it.
0: I mean I don't know if there is a codified definition though um because I mean there are seemingly pretty reputable sources that are disagreeing a- amongst each other um like so I guess the the second question that I think we should iron out is um it, can you be hypocritical without being moral like like amoral I mean so not immoral or moral but amoral um <laughs> Because, one source seemed to be saying yes, and one source seemed to be saying no. Uh, Is, because isn't,
3: yeah, isn't that predicated on having a moral system? Isn't moral hypocrisy? Well, I mean, what do you mean? Isn't isn't <clears throat> isn't moral hypocrisy predicated on
0: there being a mor- moral system? Yes. Um, but I, I guess the question is, is like, could you be hypocritical without it falling into the moral realm? Oh, oh so Jordan, okay. you're kind of curious what, is it all hypocrisy, moral hypocrisy? Is that your like question? Yeah, that's the question. I don't, I don't know because the the sources seem to disagree. Um, here, here's, here's a quote from, uh, the, uh, the Monin and Merritt paper, uh, uh, they say the phrase moral hypocrisy is thus somewhat redundant hypocrisy by definition refers to virtue or goodness and it is used in other domains only by extension in fact even when we use uh, sorry in fact even when used to refer to deception a non moral domain hypocrisy is still ethically problematic because it involves dishonesty um, so uh, what's an it what's an example of this like if, what if what, what, okay you, you have one no go ahead
1: i was gonna say like just what if something small like you know where um tell people you know i would prefer people to take off their shoes in the household i don't like when people wear shoes in the household <laughs> but you're just kind of walking around casually in your own shoes whenever people aren't around right so it's kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. like it <laughs> <laughs> i mean like what what necessarily like what moral precepts are you sort of huh I don't know. I mean,
0: you're kind of just being a little
1: dishonest with it. I mean, you're because you don't. Kind of being
0: a little bit of a dick, yeah.
1: (laughs) But but I can imagine it being the case. You know what I mean? Like that's not too far out of the question because you know you would prefer not to clean up after other people. You're okay cleaning up after yourself. But but is that hypocritical though? I don't know. Is yeah yeah I would yeah. But for people who don't wear shoes in the house and you're just walking around wearing shoes, I mean, I'd call that hypocritical.
0: Wait, I don't I don't know though cuz like hip, wouldn't hypocritical it has to be like a 1 to 1 ratio cuz like if you genuinely don't mind cleaning up after your own shoes but you just don't see the ut- like you just don't want to clean up after other people. I don't know that 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 Almost wasn't his stated but, but, like concern yeah, but,
1: though. Yeah, but think about oh. just like think about uh you know if you live with you know a house with other people as well. You know what I mean? Uh, so like, so that's everyone sort of yeah. So everyone sort of collectively does the cleanup, and you would prefer <laughs> not to you know, clean up. You know, so I don't know. Yeah, but do you think that that's amoral? Um, I don't think it fits as cleanly into. <laughs> I don't think it's super <laughs> clean. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. It it seems it, it, to it's...
0: trail into the moral realm a little bit
1: in the sense that it's dishonest yeah but it's not like you're you necessarily there's anything moral about wearing shoes in the house or not right
0: no it's just
1: dishonest to kind of claim that you would prefer people not to wear shoes but do it yourself okay what
0: about what about this maybe this is maybe a cleaner example what if like Brian suggests to Adam that uh, you use malware software. And he's, really, <laughs> he's really adamant about that, but then he himself doesn't use malware software. Is that being hypocritical?
1: Depends why he isn't using malware software. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think yeah, I, I think yeah. No, I think Adam's spot on with that. Really? It okay. Well,
0: what do yeah. you mean though? Like what what would what would be the conditions that would change it?
1: Um, I mean, maybe he has a higher level software because you know he knows software better. But for someone that doesn't know these things as well, malware works. I don't know. But if he doesn't have, yeah, or if, well, he doesn't, what if? If, if, if he doesn't have anything to supplant it, but he's just recommending that people protect themselves against <laughs> malware but doesn't do it himself, yeah, that's, that's kind of hypocritical. I would think he's working for some malware company at that point.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but is it, but is, it, is it amoral, do you think? Can um, we define amoral? It, having nothing to do with morality. Orthogonal to morality. Okay. So, immoral is wrong, and moral is like, correct, right? right? Yeah. And then amoral is just, it's, it's on a separate plane. Okay. If
3: if you accept that so if I accepted that I should have antivirus anti or anti-malware stuff on my computer but I don't and then mm-hmm. recommend to Adam that he he does have that, would mm-hmm. I be hypocritical because I don't have it on my computer but I accept that I should?
2: Hmm. Okay, I think I have an idea of like this question. Okay. So I keep thinking about how we, like, just, you know, in layman's term, think of, like, what is hypocritical. And I think the conclusion I'm coming to is it's really just a contradiction. Like, you're a hypocrite if you've, like, things Mm -hmm. that you've stated and done are contradict each other. And so I think the, like, the question of whether or not someone is being hypocritical is really dependent on, like, the logical assumption and then, like, the logical breaks. So it it I think it if the logic follows, and there's no contradiction, you're not being hypocritical. so like in in um the example with the malware, if like the if the assumption here is like everyone should have malware software, right? And then if you don't have that, then I'd say that's hypocritical. but if your like mm-hmm. um statement is a little bit more specific, like other people. Should have malware software, or if you should have malware software, if you don't know anything about technology, then like I feel like you wouldn't be hypocritical in that case, if that makes sense. Um, so, but that would depend. We gotta get into like a language semantic argument with this. Well,
3: the, but there's I think also that's like the fundamental yeah,
2: fundamental thing contradiction.
1: But there's also like the uh, like even maybe even a clearer example is like the uh, the classic two quo like fallacy or whatever, where it's like you know, the fallacy where someone points out that you can't criticize an action as being wrong because that person may do it themselves. Right. So the, the classic example is like smoking, right? <laughs> like, you know, if I smoke cigarettes and I tell you, you really shouldn't smoke cigarettes, Jordan, but I'm smoking <laughs> cigarettes. It's, it's a little hypocritical yet at the same time, it's also, <laughs> it's also fair enough, right? Like you shouldn't, you smoke really shouldn't. Cigarettes. <laughs> I know you shouldn't <laughs> smoke cigarettes and, um, I'm not sure that might be more something that's amoral, right? That would be a good amoral example because I I recognize smoking cigarettes is wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you shouldn't do it because I know it's wrong. But there may be other extraneous factors that lead to me not, you know, uh, preventing me from quitting or, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, um, in that
2: example, I'm sorry, Brian, do you want to say something? No, no, I'm just kind of I'm just fluttering about thinking about that. (laughs) Okay, well, so Adam, in this example, I would say, if not hypocritical, if, like, what the person means whenever they say, like, you shouldn't smoke, is, like, like their fundamental logical, like, assumption or argument is smoking is bad, people shouldn't do it. In sure. which case, like, he probably agrees with that, but, like, you know, he has the burden of overcoming, like, addiction. And so I think that, you know, is a reasonable, um, you know, context that explains why it's not hypocritical. But if he was, like, um, yeah, like, you know, you shouldn't smoke because it makes me look bad. You know, if yeah, <laughs> you are cool to smoke, then like that, you know, maybe a little bit different.
1: No, I I totally get your point. It's just that we're we're very generous in that example, but we're less generous generous if I you know in other cases. Like if I were like, we all acknowledge that working out is good, right? So what if I was like Giffy, man? You should really be working out more. But I haven't like gone to the gym in a year now, right? <laughs> it would, it it would, you would, you would view me as somewhat of a cretin for saying that, right? Because you're like, you don't work out at all, yet you're, you know, kind of prescribing behavior for other people, right? So I don't know, but so,
3: if you if you, uh, I wonder if you if you bundle into that statement, if you accept that you don't follow the rule that you've just, mm. you know, established would that free you of being a hypocrite or hypocrite (laughs) (laughs) would
1: Would you be an apricot? (laughs) i guess i would be no well i guess that kind of just relates back to one of the articles we read that indicated that you know most people actually agree with the statement that yeah if you throw in a caveat kind of Indicating that you don't perfectly follow your own moral prescriptions or behavioral prescriptions, then yeah, I mean you people aren't going to judge you as being a hypocrite per se so oh, i w-
3: i'm not sure I completely agree with that either though right because i think I think you could i think by I think by defin- by the definition we have established that layman's definition, you are a hypocrite. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm a <laughs> <just hypocrite>. right. <laughs> uh, You are a hypocrite. But I just, I just don't know if you're, you're seen in the same light. Like, it's almost like a white lie at that point, right? I, because I think you're still following the, the definition that we laid down a couple minutes ago, right?
1: Well, you are not really lying though, because you're kind of just telling them straight up, hey, I don't, I actually don't really follow this. However, I would recommend this behavior. <laughs>
3: Okay, so so I guess wrapped into being a hypocrite. Oh, my God. Oh my God.
0: That's, lying. Like, that's like yeah. attempt number This is eight. incredible, hypocrite. It's not hypocrite. good because it's, it's, it's
1: kind of an essential word of the talk today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. I'm just going to yeah. say hippopotamus
0: from now on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. W- what about this? Okay, would we agree on this? So it seems like, okay, from what we've said, being a hypocrite entails you, like, you have to, and okay, so being being a moral hypocrite, committing moral hypocrisy, entails you sort of across the board castigating or morally denouncing an action that it, it does clearly cross into the moral frame, while also committing the action yourself. Um, does that fit the bill for everyone?
1: Yeah, and I guess you know, like we said earlier, it also it has to be. There has to be some sort of almost moral benefit to you as well for yes. sort of evading, um, you know, that moral cost associated with what you know is moral. I wouldn't so, say
2: moral benefit, but I'd say like, you know, some
0: some utility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, right, you're right. You're that's right. That's true. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it wouldn't have to actually be a moral benefit, but it could still yeah. that would still fall under hip, yeah moral hypocrisy. Yeah, I be like yeah, yeah. I get a dollar for it. It's yes. not like a moral benefit. It's a, you know, a dollar. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah.
3: What, so what's a case where you, wouldn't, re- you wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't <laughs> reap a benefit from, and and while still meeting the other criteria that we just laid
0: forth. No, no, you, you would reap a benefit. It has to be just. Giffen was saying it has to be just some sort of benefit. It doesn't right, have to right, be like right. a moral I, praise.
3: So yeah. I'm wondering, I'm wondering about the case where we wouldn't call someone a hypocr- hypocrite. This is incredible.
0: <laughs> this, is, this is bad. This is clearly yeah. something well, you can't Brian, <laughs> Brian, Brian, dub it over.
1: Brian, yeah. Finn's medical example, right? Because it's hard to call them moral hypocrites mm-hmm. when they are they're being punished in some way for not following through on what they believe
0: to be moral or what they have only if they're discovered. I right
1: yeah but it's like there is there is a cost associated with not following through
0: with yes you know like their... a social cost,
1: yeah yeah
0: so Brian, you were trying to get us to give you an example of a situation in which you could be a moral hypocrite but not reap any benefits. is that right yeah well,
3: we just. We just laid the definition, we just framed the definition where that wouldn't be possible though, right? Because you have to reap some sort of benefit.
0: (laughs) Easy with the pronunciation of reap there. <laughs> sorry, I almost said to, rope. Sorry. You, you, have to, you have to really get that benefit. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: God. No matter what, you're getting that oh benefit. My God. You poor apricots. <laughs> your, your pronunciations
0: have not been great. <laughs> <today>.
3: <laughs> I thought I said a reap.
0: You you did. You gotta much, dub sure. over
2: a lot of that.
0: We gotta I gotta do a lot no. of audio editing on this one. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> Let it
3: stand.
0: Oh, all right. Ah, uh, so, oh, shit. Uh, sorry, that was a really good. We were talking about. Uh, That's a good question. No, okay. Oh, oh. (laughs) If
3: only I could phrase it. (laughs) You can speak it.
0: Um okay, well, what about so okay, so if you're caught, like Adam was talking about, if you're caught being a moral hypocrite, you clearly incur some sort of a social uh cost. Penalty, Penalty. thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. Um but is there? I guess, like, I'm I'm interested in like, is there some sort of a net neutral case, Um where like, so if you don't get caught, you receive the benefits, but can it just not matter, or is is it the fact that every time you are a moral hypocrite, that you're either going to swing towards the positive or negative,
2: in the consequences or in the action, uh either because we've kind of i've at least been kind of looking at it in that like the so in like kind of like a spectrum Mm -hmm. we looked at moral injury which is where like your action produces a negative consequence for yourself right yes Yes. um like it's not there's not a matter of like whether you were caught or not you know you 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 betrayed your morals and you received a negative consequence um Mm -hmm. before doing that you didn't capture any positive benefit you know like monetary or otherwise um, you captured something negative. So in um, the inter- in- instance of moral hypocrisy, um, it's like something where you have a stated moral, and you betray it for your own benefit. And so yeah. I guess if that kind of spectrum, like in the action, is there some like morally neutral thing you can do? Is that kind of like mm-hmm. your question?
0: <clears throat> yeah, and I, and the more you ask it, I'm doubting it. But But I also wanted to add in real quick that I think you could. You would still – you wouldn't fall under moral injury. Y- you would still fall under moral hypocrisy if you acted with the intention of getting yourself some benefit, but you were just caught in the act. Uh, you know what I mean, of being a moral hypocrite.
2: That, yeah, that would be moral That's hypocrisy. Fair. But I'm, yeah. I'm trying to imagine, I, I like, to in this scenario,
0: the uh, uh, yeah, I don't... like,
2: betraying your morals in a way that gives you no positive or negative benefit.
0: I think that's such an edge case that it's not really feasible.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: It may not be realistic. I
0: think I would just call that foolish moral hypocrisy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just like one in a million moral hypocrisy. It's just like you come out truly net even out of like a scenario. It's just like, all right, <laughs> I betrayed my
2: morals for nothing. <laughs> it's a masochist. With the hypocrisy. expectations that I would get nothing. Yeah, you're just you're just a moral nihilist at that point. You're just like, let's just let's just betray it for the spite of betraying it then. Yes.
0: Well, yeah, I, I feel, feel like
2: at that, that point, that would there would be like a moral moral negative i don't know that you could get a true neutral like that because you're assuming a moral case
1: because even in cases where you're like okay but you might have to do something that is against your morals uh you've somehow Mm. rationalized it so that it's you know Mm. you see this thing good in the long term right but even in that case you're viewing it as I, i guess it would depend on the situation right it would it would really have to depend Because um, if it only benefits you, then once again, it's moral hypocrisy. But if you think it benefits other people, then it wouldn't go against your morals in the first place. That's the way you would act regardless. So, yeah, so that's kind of a moot point. You get what I mean by that?
2: Uh, So you actually introduced a um, social dimension, like, outside of ourselves?
1: Yeah, but I mean, even if you were to act... Like I, what I said made no sense because if you were to, you know, because if you, because if you were to act,
0: I was gonna know, say, wouldn't that be virtue against virtue?
1: It would be, but then ultimately, whatever you decide would probably be within the purview of your morals. Right? Yeah, like it utilitarian. Would, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, yeah, like yeah, it wouldn't suddenly just fall outside yeah. of it. You would probably go with what you think is right. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. It, it's not. You're not. You know, going outside the bounds of your own morality. So.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I so agree it would just be it. like the morals of a masochist almost. Yeah. <laughs> well what what would
0: be what adam just said what what were you talking about earlier with the the oh, oh yeah. with just, just the nihilist yeah, yeah, the one in a
1: million is the masochist morality just, you know <laughs> just, you you know what's right, it's just like it's not gonna really help you out, but you just do the opposite anyway so. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah so do you, okay here here's the last question that I had then in like nailing down the definition do so so to be a moral hypocrite do you have to kind of know in the back of your mind or like the deep recesses of like kind of your gut almost do you have to know that you're like being inconsistent or is that is your conscious awareness of it not really actually a necessary condition for being a moral hypocrite so maybe i can like Kind of elucidate it with an example. If, if, <clears throat> okay, how about this? If there is a, a politician, per se, who is uh, speaking in front of Congress and they're lobbying against the ability <clears throat> to own a gun, but they themselves own a gun is that a case of moral hypocrisy if in fact they really do believe like they, they're they're take them at their word that they really actually do want to impose a ban on guns I don't think that would be
2: moral hypocrisy the contingent on one point if he thinks that the issue isn't that people shouldn't own guns but that the congress should institute a ban in which case he could like be successful congress would institute a institute a ban he would lose his access to gun and he would feel like he is morally fulfilled his um you know well he would feel morally fulfilled in general Mm -hmm. not betraying any betraying any point
0: okay but
1: yeah i agree with with giffen that that caveat needs to be there If if he if he intends on keeping his gun even when he goes out there and proclaims the evils of owning guns then yeah he's a moral hypocrite
2: yeah, In all these examples, I'm trying to, like, trying to find, a like, a contradiction, but so much is contingent upon, like, the original statement and, like, mm. the social context, too. Because, like, there's a dimension of, like, you know, saying something, and then there's, like, kind of, like, what do you actually, like, mean? Like, what is the moral belief behind you saying that? Mm-hmm. You know, you're lobbying or you're, you're, you know, pointing out, you know, something that is amoral.
0: Can I quote from the New York Times article? Please. Uh, it's, it's called The Real Problem with Hypocrisy uh by Jillian Jordan, Rosanna Summers and David Rand. They the, the four of them also worked with there were several studies that we've mentioned I think or at least alluded to so far. Uh it was the four of it was the three of them with um Paul Bloom I think also. Uh, so <clears throat> so okay, here here's the article. What exactly is the problem with hypocrisy? The answer may seem self-evident, not practicing what you preach, lacking the willpower to live up to your own ideals, believing in ways you know, uh, behaving in ways you obviously know are wrong. These are clear moral failings. And then this is them speaking. We contend that the reason people dislike hypocrites is that their outspoken moralizing falsely signals their own virtue. People object, in other words, to the misleading implication, not to a failure of will or a weakness of character. So they're saying it's kind of similar, I think, to what we've been saying, that the actual problem with moral hypocrisy is not just this inconsistency between words and actions, but it's that people are, you know, they're building social capital almost on this this. Idea that they are virtuous by decrying something, even if they do it behind closed doors that's the real issue with hypocrisy
1: yeah, and that's kind of perceived hypocrisy, right, but in true moral hypocrisy, we kind of have to know the state of mind of the person as well yes. we I, I think I think we have to know that they are. That they know what is right and what is wrong, and that they are actively preaching one thing that they believe is right while behaving in a way that's wrong in their own mind. And, and the thing yeah. is, there's, a, there's there's a way that you could kind of observe someone and assume they're acting hypocritical, but they may not be acting hypocritical. Like in the same way that, like your gun example, right? Like the mm-hmm. person may truly believe that once this ban is implemented, they will lose the rights, you know, in access to their own gun. Um, mm. but we don't really know that about their brain state
0: okay but like but you're saying that if they were actually 100 percent fine with giving up their gun once the bill passed but for now they want a the gun because other people have a gun that's not a case of moral hypocrisy
1: no because yeah, yeah especially in okay. that case because that, that case just brings into so many other variables you know <laughs> what i mean because it's like they may yeah. live in an area where they just feel safer with a gun because they know that guns are so prevalent in society currently Mm -hmm. so but you know it kind of goes outside the the scope of the the thought experiment you brought up but
0: i agree with that though uh okay what i want to ask i want to give some examples then now that we we have a working definition and see if these are uh, a case of moral hypocrisy or not uh here uh, oh i'll actually i'll start with the one from the new york times article uh, ima- imagine you have a coworker who is something of an environmental activist. He hounds people to turn off their office lights when they step out for lunch, and gets on their case if they throw recycles, recyclables in the trash. He protests when people print documents single-sided instead of double-sided. When he he's kind of a dick in the first place, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While he is overbearing at times, you agree with everything he advocates. Now imagine you discover your coworker when at home, regularly fails to do any of these things. Uh, They go on to say, he's a hypocrite. You you promptly revoke the moral credit you gave him for his activism. In fact, his hypocrisy now makes his activism seem not just positive, but negative. How dare he go around telling people to switch off their lights when he doesn't do it himself? So is that a case of moral hypocrisy?
1: Depends on the brain state, right? You can imagine someone who compartmentalizes their behavior at work and at home and may not even realize how much of a hypocrite they are at home but if they actively know what they're doing is wrong at home where they're like i'm gonna have this heater going in my room with the fan at the same time because you know what (laughs) i i I like i like the fact that my room's a little warm and it blows some nice warm air at me when i'm laying in bed (laughs) right you know (laughs) just a situation like that and they know they're kind of wrong in doing it yeah they're they're a moral hypocrite at that point
2: so yes, Adam,
1: um, Unless unless depending
2: on brain state?
1: No, no, but I'm saying, like, like I said before, it depends on brain state because if you're at home and you don't even recognize that what you're doing is, you know, is different than at work, like I, you can imagine that too, that you kind of adopt a certain personality at work where you view, you know, your behavior and other people's behavior in a certain way and then fail to view your own behavior the same way at home.
2: I, I would argue that it's moral hypocrisy whether or not, like, the person is able to recognize, like, the thing at home. And the only exception I would give to this is that if this person's moral, like, the foundation of his um, moral argument is that, like, at work, people should be doing these things. And he truly doesn't care. But it sounds like in this thought experiment, he thinks that in general, people people should not, you know— um, you know,
0: that, yeah, that can be
2: print. assumed. Yeah. So if yeah, if we're assuming that, then I think he's a moral hypocrite, even if he like um kind of doesn't think about it at work like at home. Um I think that um moral hypocrisy can still exist even if like there's some um even if there is compartmentalization, even if there is like some self delusions or, you know, um self like uh assurances that like, you know, oh there's some reason that I'm doing this thing that you know, if written out in front of me, I would probably say is immoral. You know, I, but I'm, I'm sure there's a reason. I,
1: I, got, I But I, I think the difference here for you and me is that I would view what he's doing regardless as hypocrisy, but maybe not moral hypocrisy. I think I might be defining moral hypocrisy a little different in the sense that I truly believe that the person needs to be consciously aware of the fact that they are behaving in a way that doesn't align with their morality and also in a way that differs from what they've been preaching but do you
2: believe that this person isn't aware of that like he goes around actively preaching do not like print single-sided and then he goes home and does it like i think (laughs) aware. like he just ignores it he's just very good at compartmentalizing
1: i think that might be an extreme example though i think there might be a lot more subtle examples though of you know, people that certainly, you know, like like let me think about this for a second. There is a
2: gray area. I think I would agree with. I have more like, examples. Like, like, what
1: happens. about like um, I don't know. How about like, you know, the ve- you know vegetarians versus you know meat eaters, right? I think, Ooh. right? Because like I I man I, myself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, I, when,
0: when someone yeah. castigates hunting and then orders a double cheeseburger at McDonald's, yeah.
1: Sure. And it's like, I, I think they have to recognize what they're doing is wrong. Um, hmm.
3: cause, See, I, cause,
1: cause I'm I think, wondering... I, you know, go, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I'm wondering, like, there is an element to that. Like, if, like, someone, <laughs> like, truthfully, like, you know, holds, like, a certain moral belief, and then truly never thought that what they were doing was immoral um even though like it would seem to be a contradiction like if you presented it to them i think there's like is room for that if they truly are not aware but i think that's different from compartmentalizing which is kind of just like self like assurance you know kind of like a practical response that doesn't require any like logic you know people do it all the time
1: so like what if i what if i just don't see the situation as clearly though how about this one say i'm against factory farming Okay. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm against the principle of factory farming, yet I eat at McDonald's on a daily basis. Okay? <laughs>
2: That's a good one.
1: I, I may not connect the dots as fully when I'm eating at McDonald's, that this is really a result and a product of factory farming. Am I a hypocrite or am I a moral hypocrite? I think for the moral part, I think you ha- I'd have to know, <laughs> like, when I'm in the drive-thru... <laughs> Eh, I kinda know this is from factory farming and but I'm gonna get this burger anyway. Just I don't know. But I, but, if, but if you're not but if you really haven't connected those dots, I don't know. I feel like if this is a case
2: where you actually hold the belief that like factory farming is wrong, at some point you had to have thought to yourself, you know what? McDonald's probably doesn't get their low costs from like, you know, grass-fed free range animals. You probably had to have thought of it at one point. I don't think um, it needs to necessarily cross your mind at every instance of, like, the contradiction for it to be moral hypocrisy.
1: I wonder, though, Giffen. I do wonder about that example just because— It's a good example. I I, I think if you're a, a pretty smart person, you'll connect the dots almost immediately. But say you're just, you know, an average person in this country. Maybe you're, you know, below average IQ. Okay. You may not connect those dots, you may see, like, a news story on TV that just, you know, like Jordan said earlier, castigates, you know, uh, uh, factory farming. And you're like, wow, that is actually horrible. I'm certainly against that. Yet you go eat at McDonald's. I think unless until you realize the connection there, I think you're not a moral hypocrite.
0: Mm-hmm. What, what do, do, but, but the key after... for you, oh, Jordan, go ahead. Well, I don't know. This may this may clear things up. So, is the key for you, Adam, how they respond once they are made aware of that? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Once,
1: once they are aware of what's going on, um, well, they might move into. They will definitely move into the moral. You know, hypocrites <laughs> If they
0: don't change. Exactly. Actually, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But Adam, I have a question. What if they like figure out that like the eating the McDonald's is like morally wrong and like. Up to that point, you know, before they made the realization, sure, it's hypocrisy, but not moral after that point, And like then after thereafter, is that always moral hypocrisy or like a Even month if later, he's back it, in the yeah. drive through isn't thinking about it. He has a hundred things on his plate. He gets a burger, goes home, eats it. Is that moral hypocrisy? Like at some point he did realize it. But in that drive through, he was not like, you know, visualizing the connection. Is that moral hypocrisy? <laughs>
1: I, I like where this is going because now it's getting really interesting. Yeah, because, because, really? <laughs> yeah, because you're right. I mean, I don't honestly you, you, know the you, answer. No, 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 I, 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 don't, I, don't have a clear, I don't have a clear answer on this one either because like, you know, you have the realization, you go through the drive-thru, that's an obvious answer. You're a moral hypocrite. But like you yeah. said, you know, maybe you're running late one day and you're like, damn, I got to grab food somewhere and you swing through McDonald's to get like, you know, an early My morning coffee. breakfast or yeah. whatever, right? <laughs> I, and that may not be on your mind at that point. Are you a moral hypocrite if it's not even on your mind that what you're doing is wrong?
2: Okay. Oh, my God. I don't
1: I don't know. I don't... I, yeah. I'm gonna i going have... to go... I would... Verge, I don't know. I want to hear more info before I come down <laughs> I on this one. I have two but...
2: thoughts on this, actually. Okay. <laughs> so I'm imagining a scenario where, like, you kind of, like, at the first time you hear it, you realize that the action of eating McDonald's is immoral, and you kind of, like, some part of you, maybe not fully conscious, but maybe a little bit conscious, represses that. You kind of like tell yourself you neglect to like remember, you know, instead of like, you know, writing yourself a reminder, you know, telling all your friends about it, you know, making sure that you put a system in place where you can act moral. You just kind of stop thinking about it. Like, is did that make it morally hypocrite, even if the next time you are at the drive through like you honestly didn't think of it? Because like of your actions prior made it less likely that you would remember? I'm introducing a temporal so, element here that so, makes it way so, more
3: confused, but I'm Yeah, curious. so I, I wonder if if that if that transpires where you get that burger even though you you weren't even thinking at that point, and then later on someone points out to you your hypocrisy. If you if I guess for me, I would think if you, have you to throw accept, throw the burger back up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it!
1: Become just instantaneously too. Just oh. like, <laughs> like what's the, what's the final word of like the sentence exits the person's mouth? <laughs> what if you're morally
3: <laughs> against bulimia though? You're catch twenty-two. Yeah, checkmate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> morally against. I,
3: I interrupted oh, you. Sorry, You
1: got derailed there, Brian.
3: Um. <laughs> let's see. Uh. Y- yeah. So. So I think there's moral hypocrisy if you say you say oh well well that was different i was in a rush there's moral hypocrisy but if you say after the fact you're right that was wrong of me to do that if you chastise yourself for doing that that you're not a moral hypocrite so does that
2: address the temporal concern that you were talking about giffen or is there more complications in there um i guess the little bit of nuance that isn't addressed is the kind of fact that like even if you like you know Slap yourself on the wrist after you remember. Um, if you still don't take any action, like is inaction (laughs) towards working towards Mm -hmm. morals, like you do nothing to support your morals, but you don't do anything like against it, you just kind of let yourself forget. Is that moral or or immoral? And I don't know the answer to that either, but I (laughs) it's a little bit uh, a little bit confusing. I, I,
1: I was just gonna say, I I, I think you bring up a great point, given. I do wonder to what extent someone can forget an essential piece of information like that because it's like I, I think you can think suppress it things
0: all i all the time, yeah
1: well, no, but if you're if you're against factory farming and you realize one day in the drive through what you're doing is wrong, uh, will it strike you just just a little bit every time you go back through that drive through <laughs> i, I
0: I just I think, think about it. People are so people just, good at forgetting shit that they don't want to yeah, hear. though. And, and I and like I, I think they might be. They might be. Uh-huh. But and yeah,
3: I think also there's there's something to be said about like it's kind of baked in there the intensity of your held belief. If you just kind of say like, oh eh, yeah. yeah, factory farming is wrong,
0: mm-hmm. you're introducing a magnitude problem now. Well, let's yeah. let's let's, let's clean, not absolute. keep it with. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, we got to keep it with like full magnitude for a second. <laughs> but like, but Adam, on, all What about? Time. What, yeah, yeah, what about? Um, like this is this is super clear to me in like uh, political sense senses a lot too. Like, you you could see like a you know a uh, uh, kind of a you know regular suburban Trump voter that we grew up with, uh, seeing on the news that Trump has like literally put not he himself has but put you know his administration has put children in cages, and they could say, oh my god, like what the hell did I vote for? Like this is awful. You know, this is clearly immoral, but then they just kind of, ah, you know, they, they stop thinking about it. They watch a little more Fox News. Next election cycle comes around. They vote for Trump again. It happens. I, I think it happens like that every day, all the time.
2: Quite frankly, I'm having trouble imagining that the person doesn't immediately find a reason to you know, reassure <laughs> true, himself actually. instead that's, of chastising himself first.
0: That's true. But, but, but say in they this think it's actually wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a give the give the Trump supporter a, a shred of credit. Yeah, a shred so, of credit.
1: All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I so I'm trying to kind of walk through that right now because it's a really good example. I'm just trying to think here. Okay, so someone recognizes that putting children in cages is against their own moral code. Okay, they recognize yes. that. Okay. Yet they continue to support him in rationalize that behavior of the administration. Through you know what media they intake,
0: you know they they the may uh, they,
1: yeah, yeah exactly they might find other ways to rationalize it.
0: Um, and 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 importantly, they're not saying like, on balance, I think this act that he did and will likely do in the future is wrong, but I think it's outweighed by all these other things. It's not like a deep calculation like that. It's just, well, I I just I'm going to vote for Trump again. You
2: know what I mean? So I think. It's worth rephrasing the question then if we're not going to allow for like a kind of utilitarian um, calculation happening.
0: I should just say like real quick, the reason why I wouldn't count that as moral hypocrisy is I think that that may be just something more like, you know, moral miscalculation or, or whatever. You you're not it's just that you're wrong about what you think is right not that there's like an incompatibility there do you know what and, I mean? there may,
1: and there may also be too many variables there right where it's yeah. like where it's other moral considerations outweigh that one
0: yeah yeah because people can be wrong morally speaking without being a moral hypocrite that might be an example of moral injury
2: actually oh, oh actually yeah takes the hit of knowing that he's gonna put people in cages but you know <laughs> it's the he's the it's a net positive compared to like what the other option might be and this is assuming a binary but i think that's what the moral injury in this case assuming you know that those are his beliefs
0: the the reason why i brought it up adam is because i i'm in this very strange position because i agree with you and i also think i kind of agree with giffen but i think you and i especially well but i mean i i see points (laughs) to both of what you're saying I, i mean clearly there someone has to be right but Here's the thing Adam like if i don't think that you want to give up being able to hold that person morally responsible just because they may not they have may have forgotten that oh yeah this administration is going to do horrible things like put immigrant children in cages do you know what i mean they kind of push it out of their mind do you really want to let them off the hook for that like is it not moral hypocrisy at that point
1: that's fair but i would have to based on this conversation Maybe reconsider their position because they may be morally bankrupt in that area, but they are just maybe in their own heads. They think the Democrats are just plainly worse for the country. And what Giffen said earlier, they may they may just have a utilitarian view of this whole thing where they're like, you know, this may be – they could fully acknowledge that what, Trump, what the Trump administration is doing is wrong. However, they're like, what are the alternatives, right? I mean, I – I, we can't have a Democrat in there because w- that would there would be worse moral implications to come of that than Abortion simply children
2: probably outweigh that in for a lot
1: of people. Sure, <clears throat> I, I, just, yeah. I, I just I just I don't wonder, know, just wonder because 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 thing about the, like what I kind of laid out there where someone does acknowledge that it's wrong, like you said earlier, they they do acknowledge that it's wrong. However, they think that other moral considerations outweigh that one.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that's moral hypocrisy at that point. I, no, I that's, think that's what being, I mean. That's what I mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but I just meant, like, in the case that it was clearly moral hypocrisy. They're just, like, they hold the belief that children shouldn't be put in cages, but without any good reason, they just vote for Trump again. They're just like, fuck it.
1: That just <laughs> indicates more, in a, in a pretty interesting way, how a lot of our kind of morals are bundled, in a way. Like, mm. they're... <laughs> Like you kind of, you know, take the good with the bad and just you kind of ascribe to a political or, you know, philosophical point of view that seems to, that where, where the good seems to outweigh the bad. Right. Yeah. I
2: you... dislike this thought experiment specifically because we kind of have to address the fact that it is bundled. You vote for a package That's of true. morals. That's true. And generally, you just pick, you know, you're never going to find a candidate who's going to have.
0: Perfect yeah. alignment
2: with every single moral, you know, all the way down from like the biggest things to the smallest minute <laughs> margins. So, yeah,
0: and, and sadly, it's, worth, it's not it's actually a, a thought, thought experiment, experiment, though, but just not, <laughs> it doesn't get to the fundamental issue. Yeah, it's, sadly, it's just an example, not a thought experiment. <laughs> ah, well, that's where I'm wrong. <laughs>
3: so, so I guess is the thought then that we're all committing moral hypocrisy just at varying degrees of severity?
0: I don't wrong, think so. Really. Oh, oh yeah. okay.
1: Oh <laughs> fight. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, because it like once again, you can fully acknowledge that a certain behavior of a political party is wrong, yet you vote for that party just because you think that, you know, the moral implications are just overall better for voting for that certain party. It doesn't make you necessarily a hypocrite, like Jordan was saying earlier, just because it, it's it's out of necessity in you know just today's political climate you're not going to have like you know a, a philosopher king that you can vote mm-hmm. for you know what i mean you're going to have a political party that you either think is gonna be better or worse for the country it's not perfect but, yeah, but so... i
3: would I would think that does make you hypocritical just at a lesser severity
0: it's it's a, it's a yeah go on hypocritical, hypocritical or more or morally hypocritical because again we we did kind of yeah yeah
2: so i kind of imagine this on my uh like kind of spectrum based on the uh you know contradiction and if the like position of the person is this decision you know voting for this candidate is more moral than like this other party's candidate then i don't think there would be any moral hypocrisy but I... I i can't i can't escape the fact that if you say like you know This one thing that this party consistently does is wrong, but then continue to vote for that party. That seems like over time, with consistency, like you showing, like this, this contradiction. I feel like it might actually fall into the realm of moral hypocrisy. But I, I, I feel like it it just depends. We're dealing with bundles right now.
1: Yeah, it just depends because you can imagine, like, okay, I'm going to create just a complete hypothetical here, but. Say the Republican Party gets even more radical than Trump, right to the point where they're just, you know, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> you, Trump currently has you know ICE rounding up undocumented immigrants and you know deporting them. Okay, whatever. What if he just ramps that up? He gets reelected and ramps that up to the point where like we're He's spending the kids. <laughs> well, we're we're spending ten times the amount of money to the point where like you may look out your window on a random night and just see ICE patrol going through looking for people. I mean. That would be insane. But what if the Democrats suddenly were like, they lost their minds and they're like, you know what, we believe that, uh, you know, abortion is a woman's right up until the day of birth. You know what I mean? Up until the day of birth. <laughs> the day after birth. <laughs> we are foreign, we are for infanticide. But they got, got five years to know. let the child grow on them. No, but yeah. up until the day, you know, up until the day of birth, even when you know the. The child is fully developed at that point and would um you know exist and live outside the womb you know at that yeah. point it could You've already um, determined
2: viability yeah,
1: sure that's the, word, that's the word that's the word that wouldn't come to me viability sure but yeah. so at that point you know you would have to look at this and be like okay which which is morally you know worse right the fact that we have you know, immigration patrol, sort of patrolling our streets at night, looking for people to round up, almost something similar to, you know, uh, a crystal knock? You know what I mean? Or or is it the fact that we really have no regard for, you know, a developing fetuses you know, developing fetus even up until the date of, you know, up the day of birth? Um, but my overall point there is that you're not a moral hypocrite for voting for either of those, I don't think, because they're both yes, horrible. I agree. They're
0: both horrible. Well, what Giffen asked, I think, was a perfect segue to, I think, the, the next portion of what we should talk about, which is, um, does admitting that you're being hypocritical actually do some moral work to absolve you of the hypocrisy? So to quote from, uh, to quote from the New York Times article again, In another set of studies, we found that people viewed, so first I should say, this is just purely descriptive, but I want to move it into the normative realm and ask, is this actually like, you know, should we morally do this? Um, So they say, in another set of studies, we found that people viewed hypocrites as dishonest, more dishonest, in fact, than people who uttered outright falsehoods. Remarkably, hypocrites were, were rated as less trustworthy, less likable, and less morally upright than those who openly lied, e.g. characters who wasted energy after explicitly stating that they never wasted energy. To further test our theory, we ask people to judge non-signaling hypocrites, those who hypocritically condemn behaviors they engage in, but who explicitly avoid implying anything virtuous about their personal behavior. By saying, for instance, quote, I think it's morally wrong to waste energy, but I sometimes do it anyway, unquote. So they go on and on and they say that um, they found that people judged these non-signaling hypocrites to be more positively judged than uh, traditional hypocrites. So if you signaled that you were actually being a hypocrite, you were more favorably uh, judged and it improved your reputation than uh, just being a regular hypocrite. And in fact, these uh, non-sig- these non-signaling hypocrites entirely off the hook uh, rating them as no worse than those who engaged in the same behavior but did not condemn others for it. So that's the state of the descriptive case. Um, but I wonder, sh- should that be the case? Like, should, does admitting you commit the act you're condemning actually make it less immoral to do it?
3: I, I remember reading that, and one thing I found really interesting is how callous they phrased that experiment. It was just like, Here's something I believe in, and then i but I don't do that sometimes it's mm-hmm. and that's not really how that's I don't think that's really representative of how society kind of functions when a case like that occurs. It's more like you know i I don't believe in wasting energy, but goddammit, it, I do it anyway, and I feel bad about it. And there's there's much more dialogue there that I think makes people more trustworthy. Would would would
0: associate? Yeah, with, yeah, that's so. fair. I, I what think, what about uh, this? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I was go I, I going
1: to respond to your original yeah. question. I think it's I think it is less immoral because yeah. I I don't think you're reaping that social benefit as much anymore. So I think that was one of the, the real issues with, you know, moral hypocrisy was that you are reaping some social benefits. And I think you don't reap it as much, right? Because you're kind of admitting, yeah, I'm a fallible human being, especially in this issue. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, just to make it personal. So, I, I mean, it's, it's the example that we did. Like, I clearly believe that factory for farming is totally immoral. And supporting that system is totally immoral. But I ate factory farm chicken today. So I'm clearly a moral hypocrite. But am I as bad of a moral hypocrite as if I was just picketing, you know, like the city hall or whatever, just like down with down down with, uh, you know, farmed chicken or whatever. It's just like, I think that person's clearly worse. I I I don't know. I don't know.
2: Actually,
1: yeah, I want to hear Giffen.
2: Yeah. So this is the way I've been kind of imagining it. Like the moral system, um, and like how we I've been looking at moral hypocrisy, is like the kind of framework that, um, the moral system gives benefits whenever others, like um, work work within the system, right? But if you you, repeat that again, yeah. yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah.
2: So. The way I've been framing it in my mind is that, like, a moral system is one in which you um, benefit when others, like, like, work within the system, right? And then moral hypocrisy is, like, when you kind of posit that, like, state that the system, you know, is moral, but then don't do the actions. So try to, you know, double dip. Know free rider problem, whatever, what have yeah, you. Yeah, but I would say that the person who you know, so to look at Jordan's thought experiment, um, the personal example, um, you say factory farming is bad and then you eat factory farm food, mm-hmm. and you're asking whether or not the person who pickets and he's very vehemently posturing that they don't like factory farming right that it is immoral are they worse yeah. of a moral hypocrite
0: given hmm. here's here, here's that, my way right. i see where uh, Giffin's going with this
2: right I, I like it actually yeah i feel like that person who's picketing is actually working harder to support the moral that foundation true, actually, that everyone no. would
0: benefit from they I, might be moving the needle towards the right side there exactly that's that
2: fair it worse there's a bigger discrepancy you know, I don't know what the actual argument is, whether they're just saying the argument louder or they actually have like slightly further in their beliefs, but I don't know that it's they're more of a moral hypocrite, especially if like the moral system they're arguing for like is one that and en- people would agree with and everyone would benefit from but but I yeah
1: let lo- me lo- lo- I gotta throw this out here before I forget it, but I think I- the main issue here is that when you throw the caveat in, you're sort of, you're no longer engaging in deceit on top of a failure to follow, you know, uh, your own moral prescriptions, right? So I think that in your case, you, you were like, okay, well, even though you may not be engaging in deceits anymore, um, the other side may be picketing. However, how come you can't pick it? You could pick it, Even that person could pick it and still acknowledge that they don't follow through every time with, you know, their own moral prescriptions. Right. So I think that either person could pick it and try to move the societal needle on the issue. But that when you throw in the caveat, you're no longer engaging in that deception without the caveat. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. So, uh, Jordan, the article that you were referencing for this was kind of talking about how someone who acknowledges that they're hypocritical we kind of view more positively than someone who just lies yes is that correct uh, yeah, So i think in this case we would so, yeah. prescribe value to the fact that they're acknowledging that the moral system ought be that way right i think that's kind of why we do yes. that it's like yes. they were wor- they agree with the system they just failed at the system which is kind of kind of a human thing to do but someone who's like a bad faith actor is trying to tear down the moral system and we kind of view that less favorably yes that's what i got from it at least i i
0: agree
1: i'm just saying within you know the you know when you give the caveat though i don't think you're you're no longer engaging in deception so if we have like different different like pretty much moral crimes that you're committing it's like, okay, in one sense, you are reaping the social benefits um, without the caveats. What but do you mean by you,
2: caveat exactly? The caveat,
1: yeah, the caveat is where you indicate that you are not perfectly following your own moral prescriptions and you admit to being a fallible human being. Like if you say, okay, I recognize that factory farming is wrong, okay, yeah, but I don't always follow through with that. You could still be someone that pickets, right, and attempts to move the societal needle on the issue, but you're just being a little more honest with people. You're no longer reaping that societal reward for being, you know, pretty much the paragon of, you know, advocacy for factory farming. Do you get what I mean by that?
2: Yeah, I do. I think I would agree with you. I guess I'm just not entirely. Sure, we're kind of talking like very within thin margins right now, but I think we've come to some sense of an agreement
1: uh, yeah, cause i I think i I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I, I if I am, just let me know. But it's like um I think we could both acknowledge that the person that includes the caveat and the person that doesn't include the caveat could both pick it. They could both attempt to move the societal needle. But the one who throws in the caveat just no longer engages in deception. That's the difference. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's I see get exactly what, what you're saying now. Yeah. Okay. So the way okay.
2: I was imagining it was like that person is incurring social cost as opposed to not getting benefit. Um, but I think you're right, actually. Both because both people can do stating that. Stating the argument, it seems like we pres- like you. You, it's not like you just don't lose anything. You actually gain from stating the moral. You know your morals. In line sure. with societies, so yeah, I would actually agree with you.
0: <laughs> nice, <laughs> huh? So, I'm now that we've talked about this, I'm curious to see if, because um, what was interesting is like Adam and Brian, you were you were the two co-hosts, I think, when we talked about lying, right?
1: Yeah, I was I was a little bit there for that. So
0: I thought Brian was too, right? Yeah, I, I think I was there. Okay, telling. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's interesting is that I know for a couple weeks after we did that episode, I was super aware of when I was lying, or like when I was tempted to lie, right? Oh, I'm curious. I,
1: I, 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 I'd catch myself. I'd be like, mostly when just exaggerating the truth, you know what I mean? Where I would okay, realize yeah. my story for wasn't comedic as. comedic
0: effect. Yeah.
1: It, it just wasn't as good. Uh, You know, in its truest form. So I was like, "Ah, I would embellish, you know, but but continue. continue
0: Well, now I'm I'm curious to see if this conversation has the same effect where I sort of notice maybe cases of hypocrisy where I haven't noticed them before. If I see you driving by a McDonald's, I'm calling you out. (laughs) (laughs) I I better not be for more than just moral hypocrisy (laughs) for the Sober October competition. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I digress. Um, all right, cool. Uh, do we want to end it here then? I think we I think we covered the topic uh, fairly well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. I thought it was I thought it was a good talk. Excellent. Um, yeah.
3: Well done, everyone. Yeah, well done.
0: <laughs> See, we don't need Teddy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't tell him that he'll never come
0: back. Oh, I was gonna say he'll hear it, but he never listens to any episodes he misses anyway. <laughs> I've yet to meet this Teddy. Uh and you may never you may
2: never. <laughs> <laughs> second hand only.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, we we should close out. Um it, I mean if anyone's still listening at this point, uh first of all, thank you for listening. And then second of all, uh I'm curious to hear if like people disagree with us, if they agree. Uh maybe on any individual situation too. And uh I'd be curious to hear what people think about when they're being morally hypocritical because there may be some glaring examples that we didn't even really think about in this talk um so if you're listening and you uh and you want to do that you can email me at that's bspodcast at gmail.com or comment below on the youtube channel uh other than that thank you for listening well i hope you enjoyed that episode and learned something from it and if you want to support my work and what i'm doing you can do so by supporting me on patreon you can go um, to patreon.com forward slash jordan myers and donate um, on a monthly basis and receive rewards for your donation Um, again that's j-o-r-d-a-n-m-y-e-r-s and uh, the links will to everything will be in the description below if you can't monetarily support me you can support me in other ways by liking this video uh, commenting on it below reviewing the show on iTunes, or sharing it with a friend, or with your Twitter followers. Um, You can also email me at Plato's Cave Podcast at gmail.com, and follow me on Twitter at Jordan underscore C underscore Myers. And if you want, um, you can check out my other show called That's BS. Um, It's a more discussion-based show with me and friends. Uh, I mentioned it at the top of this episode. So um, if you enjoyed this, please consider supporting me on Patreon. And as always, thanks for listening.